0: You're listening to the free preview episode of On Belief, a podcast about cults by Karen Geyer. To hear the entire episode, go to patreon.com forward slash Karen Geyer, K-A-R-E-N-G-E-I-E-R and sign up. It's only $5 for the entire series. This is On Belief, a podcast about cults by Karen Geyer. Episode 7, Hillsong. Today's episode includes frank discussion of child sexual abuse. If that's not something that you'd like to hear about, please don't listen to this episode. Hillsong is sometimes called the Millennial Instagram Church because of its full court press to grab youth worshipers in North America. It counts Vanessa Hudgens, Justin Bieber, and Chris Pratt among its adherents. It regularly sells out arenas where tickets go for over $100 at a time. Have they tapped into some kind of magic to turn youth onto religion? You can visit their website and buy music, digital worship kits, and even bejeweled jean jackets to celebrate the Lord. Those cost $130. It's all very polished and very aspirational. It's easy if you're not from Australia, home to Hillsong, to see this church and think oh well that's just a traveling rock review for Christianity. But what you might not know is that back home, Hillsong has a checkered past. It's been investigated by news program A Current Affair for how it handles its finances. It's been investigated for its staff of volunteers against claims of labor violations. In America, the church has come under fire for obfuscating its anti-gay doctrine and actions against gay members. But perhaps the most troubling, its leader, Brian Houston, has been accused of covering up his own father's admitted sexual abuse of minor boys. Brian Houston was censured by the government for his culpability in the cover-up and for a clear conflict of interest in being a part of the investigation. As a result of campaigns from MPs, victims, and ex-Hillsong pastor Bob Cotton, New South Wales last year passed a law increasing the sentence for those implicated in child rape scandals. Today you're going to hear from three people, Rick Allen Ross, our cult expert, Leah Cesarene, who wrote an article about Hillsong for The Outline, and Tanya Levine, writer, social worker, and author of the book People in Glass Houses. When I spoke to Rick Allen Ross recently I asked him about his impression of Hillsong.
1: So here's the thing about these mega churches that are so personality driven. To what extent is this all about Brian and Bobby Houston? And and how much money are do they receive from the organization and what is the organization really all about? Is it about Christianity or is it about promoting uh, Brian and Bobby Houston. So, so that would be my first question. Uh, you know, and and look, there are a lot of televangelists and personalities in the white evangelical movement that are very popular, and also in in, in black e- evangelical uh, Christianity. Uh, but I think that. It's important for people to know where the money goes and there have been a lot of problems with these mega churches and these televangelists with the abuse of money. Uh, they have jets, you know, Kenneth Kenneth Copeland is probably the worst. I mean, he he's personally worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, and his Kenneth Copeland Ministries owns these jets and he flies around and he his His so-called pastorage, which would be the pastor's house, is is a mega mansion in Texas. So so the first thing I would want to look at with Hillsong is what compensation package is paid to the senior pastors, Brian and Bobby Houston. And then after that, if you're Justin Bieber or you're someone that's involved in Hillsong, I would say this. I would say, please give me a break on all the music and and the uh, try, trying to be and sound like popular culture. Are you or are you not basically a Christian fundamentalist church? And I think Hillsong kind of tries to spin that. Uh, they don't, For example, on the issue of homosexuality and gay marriage uh, and LGBT rights, they really don't want to talk about that because they have a very uh, different way of looking at that than most of Justin Bieber's fans. And they don't want to alienate Justin Bieber, and they don't want to make themselves a problem for Justin Bieber. So on that basis, they, they kind of demure, and they don't really just come out and say, we are opposed to gay marriage. We don't believe that... Uh, People of the same sex should have a relationship that is sexual. Uh, we are against that. And uh, they, they really haven't been open and honest about that, in my opinion. And also, I think some of their other views on social issues like abortion, women's rights, are, are consistent with Christian fundamentalism, which is where they're really at. They are white evangelicals and Largely a fundamentalist organization that believes uh, in Christian fundamentalism, Uh, but they think that by spinning it in a popular culture twist with the right music and the right verbiage, they can change their facade to the extent that they can make themselves more appealing to a younger demographic uh, like they're the hipster church. But they're really not. They're really just a Christian fundamentalist church. And I think they should be more forthcoming and transparent about that.
0: The more you look into Hillsong and try to pin down what they're about and what they believe, the more confused you're likely to get. Hillsong started out as a Pentecostal church called the Hills Life Center that used music to draw people in. Since then, as the church has expanded across the world, it has obfuscated its true beliefs to attract more followers. It's a gamble that's paid off handsomely. An estimated 100,000 people attend services every week, and they're spending. It's estimated that Hillsong brings in over $100 million a year. Hillsong's adherence to prosperity gospel doctrine and its never-ending quest for money is often cited as a reason why many people leave. It's also drawn the attention of MPs, concerned citizens, and the media who have covered Hillsong's obfuscation of how they spend their money quite frequently. Here's a segment that aired last year on Australian investigative reporting show, A Current Affair.
2: Well, 30 years ago, Brian and Bobby Houston started the Hillsong Church in a suburban school hall in the outer suburbs of Sydney. Today, it's an international phenomenon, generating millions in revenue worldwide. But serious questions are now being asked about what Hillsong is spending all that money on and why it's allowed to get away without paying any tax.
3: Inside, it's all about the show. There's rock music, huge video screens and its charismatic frontman, Brian Houston. For the favour and grace of God on your life, that's what I believe. What sort of person is Brian Houston? He's a very slick creation of his his own making, I think. He, 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 he would have been successful in almost any business, but he found Christianity, and that's been his real bonanza, I think. Don't move back from being committed to turning into pools of blessing. Here, you have to give to receive, and the more you give, the more God will like you. It's about sowing so that we can reap, so that we can sow, that we can reap. Every Sunday, there are 84 services like this held around Australia and the world, each one raking in tens of thousands at a time. Places like New York, London and Paris now have a Hillsong, where these days the talk is often about money and membership.
1: Let's learn how to attract people, it's amazing how your finances
3: will grow. Brian Houston Number even four. wrote a book called You Need Number More Money. There's a constant call for funds to expand his church and his empire.
1: How generous are you? How generous are you?
2: They're very explicit about what they want. They want to recruit more people and they want to raise as many funds as possible because the more people that you have in, the more opportunity to to fundraise.
3: Don't give in a sense of like, well, what I did last year, how about let's have a new way, new way of giving. For instance... It's Sunday morning and we're undercover at this Hillsong service. Within minutes, the talk turns to money. Tithe this year. And if you do, tithe. How about do it online? It's a new way. It's different. You We're told to give more than we've ever given before in the form of a tithe. So how about this year? Do a new way. Give in a new way. Give joyfully. Give online. Give cheerfully. <laughs> and you find, I tell you what, God will bless you. It's a new year. It's a new year and let's expect that. All right? What's the idea behind tithing and, and where does it come from? 10%
2: of your pre-tax income, whatever that is. It's this idea that if you don't give, you're robbing God. And you don't want to rob God, do you?
3: What about people who can't afford to give? The unemployed, uh, people on disability pensions, single parents, are they let off the hook?
2: No. Everybody has to tithe. Uh, They will tell you that it goes back to Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden, and that's why Cain killed Abel, because he didn't tithe.
3: So just how much does Hillsong give to charity? Well, that's hard to know for sure because they don't make it clear. But according to the records we've obtained, in 2011, Hillsong paid $5.5 million to missions and overseas aid, although it doesn't explain what they are. We do know that its program called Life Aid Australia spent just $944,000, and another program to alleviate poverty and suffering around the world, just $144,000. Remember this from a total revenue of 55 million.
0: One of the voices that you heard on that report is my guest today, Tanya Levine, who is the author of a book called People in Glass Houses, all about her time that she spent in Hillsong as a child and a young adult. Welcome, Tanya. Tanya, can you explain to us how Hillsong has changed over the years?
2: Back in my day when the church was a lot smaller, Traditionally, say, Sunday mornings would be very Bible based, very much what they would call teaching, and they would be looking at the Bible and trying to teach people stuff. And the Sunday night stuff was that old school revival based, um, you know, that those kind of tent meetings that you used to see on TV with Oral Roberts and faith healing and you know, all of that kind of excitement stuff with Sunday night. Whereas, as I was saying, like, it's a lot more condensed now. So they'll have some music, then they'll push people to give, and there's so many ways that they do that now. So there's apps that people can download and give. There's, you know, credit card um, options. There's all kinds of things. Um, And then they'll move on to some kind of sermon, some kind of message. But back when I was going, it you know, it was heavily Bible-based, whereas now it's very much a sort of a, a life coaching or a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a real bumper sticker kind of Christianity. So they've basically got a message that they want to get across and they'll use a few Bible verses to back it up. And it's very much about self-esteem and living your best life and all of those kinds of things. And there's actually quite an interesting debate going on at the moment from Hillsong's founder. I don't know if this is relevant at all, but a football player came out recently in Australia and, and put a a post on Instagram saying that all these different kinds of people are going to hell. Liars, fornicators, drunks, thieves, homosexuals, and he's now lost his contract with the football team, but Brian Houston from Hillsong, because this guy was in Hillsong for a while, Brian Houston recently just wrote an article last week on how the world doesn't need more judgmental Christians. You know, you don't get people attracted by turn or burn. You know, we need to be all about love and grace. They really don't like all that icky icky sin stuff, you know. And so Hillsong's really about love and and grace and and happy happy joy joy. They don't really like to talk about anything unpleasant anymore. When we were taught in the 80s all about Satan and demons and hell and fire and those kind of things. They've really eliminated a lot of that because it's very uncomfortable. Um, Nobody wants to hear that they're going to go to hell if they don't do the right thing. So Hillsong have very much accommodated that and they just literally make it about living your best life and Jesus being your best friend and God's just here to love you.
0: For more on this episode, including the rest of the interview, bonus episodes, and bonus material, including production notes, head over to patreon.com forward slash k-a-r-e-n-g-e-i-e-r. You can find Unbelief on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can visit the website at unbelief.com.